Well, you know that it's going to be alright I think it's gonna be alright Everything will always be alright When we go shopping Well, you know that it's going to be alright When we go shopping It's always things we begin Listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony. Thank you for tuning in. We're so delighted you're here. We'd love to talk to you. The phone lines are open. It is that time of the show. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you have a question, a comment, want to talk shop. We've heard from a couple people about Draper Jane's. They didn't have the greatest things just not loving the material but don't you think that's always what the case is when they do a a lower price version of a line true true just one of many topics we'd be happy to talk shop to you answer any questions or hear your recent experiences advice musings whatever 651-641-1071 you can always email us by going to mytalk1071.com clicking on the shop girls page and on social media at Allie shops a-l-i-s-h-o-p-s and at harmony kaplan we would love to chat with you do do i didn't check to see if there were emails that we know i think need we, to answer. i think we had kept up i gave one um email to stephanie march because i thought she might be better at it and i don't know if she wasn't she wasn't no i didn't <laughs> want to say that but you know. um and if listeners know i had someone ask me if i could remember a restaurant in the let's s- crowdsource it yeah okay th- i'm doing that right okay now. yeah in this <laughs> do it do it already if you'd be quiet in the seventies in downtown Minneapolis, that was near Dayton's, Mm -hmm. um, but it had stations and it was, she said it was similar to a global market, that it was different kind of ethnic foods. And I could not think of any restaurant like that in, in Minneapolis, in downtown Minneapolis near Dayton's. Hmm. Um, If anybody else knows, Food shopping can be part of Shop Girls, right? So sure. if, if somebody knows and can call us at 651-641-1071. This was a restaurant in downtown Minneapolis yeah. in the 70s yeah. that had different stations. With different stations, with different kinds Shoot, of Dude, I food. wish they had said you remember a Chinese restaurant on Hennepin Avenue because I would know that that was the Nankin. Right, and I bet you wouldn't know this one. I got another call or another email, and I did know the answer. She wanted to know her mother had, she was putting some book together for her mother. And it was all about places she had liked back in the day. Mm-hmm. And she had loved a restaurant called Ivy's. And she said, I can't find anything about it. Do you know if there was such a place? I said, I sure do. Because it was this little kind of hole in the wall on Nicollet Mall. Yeah. And my mother used to take my sister and me there. Really? Um, and Like after going shopping? Sure. Oh. And what, what I remember the most is they had this incredible cookie. Mm-hmm. It was like a sandwich cookie with chocolate in the middle, but it was just to die for. Hmm. The other thing that happened to and me And why there, was this person, they were just trying to remember? No, they wanted information about it. And so oh. what I suggested to her is that she check with the downtown council. Mm-hmm. And she wrote me back, and she was very happy because she said they um, referred her to the historical. I was going to say that's where they. And have she it. got all the information that she needed. 
Wow. So I did help. Good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Boy, Maybe those were good cookies. Yeah. You could be like an ambassador of the historical society. Oh, sure. I could. <laughs> yep. Because I'm so historical. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, very good. I'm glad you could help with that local history. I try. Always nice. Um, okay. This is, uh, there is no segue. There is no segue because the next thing that we need to discuss is heated shorts. We do. And the interesting thing about, I I always hate when this happens because they're already sold out. Mm. And I even called the company. What? This is Wisconsin-based Linekugel. Linekugel. I can't say it. I can't drink it. I can't say it. (laughs) Linekugel? Linekugel, yes. Linekugel. Yes, very famous beer, Mom. Oh, I know that. Yes. But Uh I just can't say it or drink it. Okay. Anyway, it's a brewery in Wisconsin, and they came up with shorts that were $55, and they did a limited edition with heating elements. They're powered by rechargeable batteries in the legs, and it also had an an external bottle holster. They were cute lemon print because it's the return of the brewer's seasonal. Summer Shandy. That's what Lion Kugel is known for. Yeah. So, and it's the return of their seasonal, they say it's citrus spiked. So they're trying to extend the season of the Summer Shandy. Right. And sell them in the dead of winter. So the crazy thing is, these, So I mean, why anybody would want these in the winter, but they wear winter shorts. I mean, wear shorts in the winter that are heated why wouldn't you just put long pants on? I don't know. Anyway, I, it said they were sold out right away. And I called and I asked if they would be coming back in stock. Why, Mom? Why did you call? Because I am a reporter. Oh. And I do a radio show <laughs> you and weren't, thought you I weren't should planning have to order them. the right information for our listeners. Well, thank you for that service. Yeah. Yes. And so I thought if they're coming back, I want to be able to tell people. But... They said, no, it was just a one-time thing, and at this point, they have no plans to um, make any more. Hmm. So, uh, it's one of those crazy things that um, I... I <laughs> they, there was a picture in the Minneapolis paper of a University of Minnesota student um, who was wearing... I, I don't really think they were those shorts, but he was wearing shorts no, with, no. with his heavy winter jacket. Yeah. But he wouldn't give his last name because he said his mom would be mad yeah. at him if she knew how he dressed. That was a while ago. They just brought that back out yeah. to say maybe he could be the spokesperson yeah. for the line and Kugel so, um, heated anyway, shorts. Um, I think if you missed out, it's probably just as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to think that if there is demand, there will be other interested uh, makers. So yeah. maybe heated shorts will become a thing. But I understand for Lining Kugel, which is a beer that tends to be associated with summer. I didn't anything know that. to sort of extend the season. Smart. It's marketing. a gimmick, but it's cute, and obviously people were willing to shell out the money for it right away. Yes. So. Um, hey, have you heard of this company called Buff City Soaps? No. Okay. I hadn't either. And it is... Is it local? Well, no. It is a national brand that actually franchises, and they've opened their first one um, here in Forest Lake. Oh. And so they reached out to tell me that we really need to come and see it. And it kind of looks like maybe we should. Really? Yes. So I just wanted to pass the word so on. What I mean, what kind of 
What kind of soap is it? Okay, it's a brand known for its 100% plant-based soap products. They just opened the first Minnesota location in Forest Lake at 2009 West Broadway Avenue as they are expanding into markets throughout the country. Unlike supermarket alternatives, Buff City Soap creates high-quality products free of chemicals, detergents, blah, blah, blah. Um, You get to see them making the soap in the shop. Um, They, you know, and I mean, all kinds of different colors and scents and um, all of that. 30 unique and customizable scents Dozens of handcrafted soap products. Huh. I was not aware of it, but no. apparently it is a national brand that has franchises around the country. Sounds like it'd be kind of a fun experience. Take the kids, go, and um, it's now open in Forest Lake. Well, maybe we'll have to try that. So um, good luck other, to them. The other thing um, in Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine, uh, Madeline Knockbar was writing about three new shops in Stillwater. Mm-hmm. And it's so neat to see new stores opening, obviously. Yes. Um, one of them is called Scand- Scandinavian. Can you just hold that thought because we actually have? Well, well oh. let's let, we'll go over those new stores in Stillwater. But okay. let's talk to Sydney while she's oh, on the sure. line. Sure. Hi, Sydney. Oh, hi. Yes. Um, I'm I'm wanting to. I'm looking for what your recommendations would be for a shaper. I'm about five uh, one. I weigh about uh, maybe 128, 130 pounds. So I'm shorter, more on the petite side. We can relate. <laughs> nah. And I, I like to wear it under, you know, um, you know, tops, bottoms. Just in general, right? Yeah, just <laughs> in general. Just You're just looking for general shapewear. Yeah, general shapewear. Okay. You know, I never like to, I, I don't know why I'm like this. I don't never, I, I don't never, I don't like to talk about Kim Kardashian, but I do uh-huh. understand that skims yeah. are really good. That is her yeah, brand. Yeah, I heard you talk about that. Yeah. yeah. And I have heard only, I have not tried them, but I've heard only good things about her line. So okay. I, that would be one I would certainly look to. Um, and of course, um, Spanx are always, you know, at the top of everybody's list. I yeah. don't, I don't know. Uh, I remember trying a couple pieces on and they did not feel real comfortable. But, oh, Spanx? Yeah. Oh. But I think it's one of those things that you've really got to go try them on. So yeah, here's I, yeah. another I'll, thing. I'll do that. Here's another I, thing that I would suggest. Um, the New York Times has this great um, service they do called the Strategist, where they like go deep um, analyzing a product. And they did one on shapewear not that long ago. I just looked it up because I remembered seeing it. And they do they do best overall, best price, right. most comfortable, and they kind of so you can go by what is most important to you, and then it it um, it takes you right to it. So just if you just type in. Um, um, or I'm sorry, it's New York Magazine that New does York it. Magazine. New York Magazine. NYMag.com slash strategist, or just type in best shapewear and NYMag, and you'll find this article. It's really helpful. Okay. Would you would you go to that for site for, I'm also looking for uh, best petite, shorter uh, leggings. Um, you know, I'm not sure if they've done that recently and you could try looking up leggings on the strategist, but, um, I think for that, I mean, I would just, I would do a department store. I would go, I would do Kohl's, I would do Macy's, um, and some of them do come in short, look for ones that come in short sizes or petite sizes. 
I am so sorry. I accidentally hung up on her. Okay. Oh, oh sorry. So sorry, Sydney. Nothing personal. Hopefully she's still listening. We do have to go to a break anyway. We'll try to get some more suggestions later. Be right back with more Shop Girls. Hey, if you want to know more about the Stillwater shops that we were talking about, you can just go to mspmag.com. It's on Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine's website and get some suggestions of new places to shop in Stillwater. It's just nice to see new places opening all around town. Yeah, You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And if you're a regular listener, you know what time it is. It's time for my mother's tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. It would seem like, I feel like we're surrounded by NFTs. We are. We are I mean, I'm just, I'm tired of there are, are I'm, you? I'm tired <laughs> You're of You're over NFTs. it? Yeah. You don't want to be a board ape? I want you, no. And I want you to tell me, how do you pronounce what it really, what NFT stands for? A non-fungible token. Wrong. Fungible token. Fungible, Fungible token. I had a very nice listener who actually sent me a note yeah. and said, you make me smile. I don't know if she was laughing at me or with me. <laughs> well, either way. I had called it at one Fungible. point. Yeah. Yes, and it isn't. It's fungible. a non-fungible token. Well, luckily, most people just call them NFTs. Yes, thank goodness. But so I, I wanted to talk about a couple of these things. One, I'm sorry. It just is a funny story to me. Um, it would seem that in January, Melania Trump decided to get on the NFT bandwagon. And so she minted her first NFT head of state collection and she put it up for auction. Now this was, I don't know if you remember, she when she met with Emmanuel Macron in 2018, she was wearing a white suit with a big brimmed hat, a white hat. And so this uh, NFT was this picture of her in this outfit selling for $180,000 and you got the hat too. So that was, you know, an added bonus. And it would seem that after a month it was shown that it was sold, but there are public records that you can look at on, this was the Solana SOL blockchain. And it would seem that the auction winner was at the same address that had minted this piece. In other words, she bought her own NFT back because nobody else bought it. Oh my God. <laughs> um, when it's a public blockchain, which SOL is and Ethereum and Bitcoin, anybody can actually look to see who buys and, and sells things. And somebody decided to look this up and mm-hmm. found that the money was sent to the same place. So they said, you may see her wearing this hat again sometime because she bought it back. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing that is happening, and I don't understand it at all, and I'm sure you can help me with this. There is a new kind of food hall that's being created in the metaverse, Mm -hmm. uh, a crypto food hall, and it's being created by the Cordia Corporation. It will host... A thousand chefs. This was announced last week. So what the CEO of this company says, he was he's the former owner of a restaurant in Vegas, and he designed this project so it'd be easy and an affordable way for independent restaurant operators to test the crypto waters because everybody seems to be wanting to test the waters. Sure. So he said, you know, the restaurant environment is changing so much now, and he they have a chef 
collection. They're selling a thousand chef NFTs as an entrance to the food hall. So these are digital representations of chefs. There are 500 men, 500 women tokens available. Each has a unique name. One's called Chef Tasty, Chef Yummy, and so forth. And they have different cuisines that they represent and styles. So the cost per chef is zero, 0.08 on Ethereum, which is roughly $200. Mm-hmm. You can purchase five of these, and the token holders will then be invited to virtual cooking events. As is, well is there as any food? Person. Does anyone get to eat? That's what I'm telling you. You're invited to virtual cooking yeah, events, but there virtual. also will be some that are, no, there will be some that are in person. Oh. And then you're going to receive airdrops for the next series of these so-called food drops. Hmm. Okay, so in March, the menu item um, NFTs will go on sale, and in April, there'll be a public sale. And Are people, you getting in? No, I don't even understand it. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to make heads or tails of this. Cordia said that 20% of all the resale royalties will buy gift cards from independent restaurants Mm -hmm. that own one of these. Mm -hmm. But primarily what you're getting for this $200 investment, it's marketing to a crypto audience because he said this is what is coming in the future. And he thinks the food hall community will connect during through Discord and Telegram, which are like Instagram or Facebook. And he thinks everything is going towards crypto. Do you have a Discord account yet? I do not. Sometimes people call me Discord instead of Harmony. (laughs) (laughs) That's my connection. Got it? Yeah. So anyway. um, By the way, I was at the Children's Museum recently. Yes. And I heard a mother call after her daughter, Harmony. You're kidding. No. Did you look around to see if it was me? I said, what? (laughs) And I actually was so excited. Like, my mom's name is Harmony. And she looked at me like I was crazy. Oh. Well, you sometimes, but that's another story. Anyway, there's just no end to the whole NFT situation. And no end, huh? I, no. That's that's the official that's verdict. I, I just, you know, I just want to want them to go away, but I don't know if they will. Okay. Quickly, I wanted. Oh, I don't know if I have time. Soma has debuted a self-adjusting Botify bra. This is in real life. So they have introduced its features, patent pending FlexiCup pad technology. It's made of materials that self-adjust to fit the wearer's body so that things will be more comfortable. No slip um, straps. And they're priced at $68 in many, many different sizes. They have done a lot with technology. What brand? Soma. Soma. Yeah. Okay. And so they have done a lot with and technology. And that's available now. All, yes. All okay, now help. that, that's a good tech report. To me, right that's there. what's important. There so we get go. Get those NFTs. Let's get to the bra. All right. We'll turn our attention to social media and the future of shopping next on Shop Girls. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, we're always complaining about how we literally mention something. There can be 10 things we talk about on the show. I always remember them because then I go to my social media and ads pop up. Any brand that we mention Isn't here, then it'll be on the Instagram. Yeah. Is social media shopping the future of retail? You know what? Let's ask an actual expert. Okay. We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. She knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? 
We got an expert here. Well, as we were pondering this question, Mother, which yes. certainly pertains to all of the topics we think about here at Shop Girls, there is just one person, the perfect person, who came to mind to answer this and question who for would us. That be? Her name is Ms. Betsy Kershaw, and she is a social media guru running an agency right here in town called BK and Co. Betsy, hello. Hello, you two. <laughs> and she also has the most beautiful red hair besides. Thank you, Harmony. Yeah, <laughs> she certainly does. Um, yes. Um, but let's get right to it, Betsy. First of all, where are you spending most of your social media time? Because I know when you do this for work, it's also your life and you're trying things out and you're looking and you're exa- so so where are you loving social media right now? Um, maybe it's a surprising answer, but as a woman of a certain age, I spend most of my time on TikTok. Really? Ah, you're watching me, Betsy. <laughs> you and my mother. Well, of course. I mean, you're the ultimate influencer, Harmony. So I'm watching you first. Yeah. <laughs> what do you? Okay. So, t- what do you enjoy about it as just a, a citizen of a certain age? And then, what? Why does it seem important to you as a professional in the field? Oh, it's a great question. Well, I'd say, you know, I think the big myth of TikTok being for Gen Z is really just that. It's a myth. And there are just some really killer brands out there that are appealing to women in their 50s. So I'd say my favorite brand, and I'm sorry if you all start getting served these ads, but Bobby Brown has just launched um, Jones Road. Mm -hmm. Have you guys heard of it? Yep. So she's kind of crushing it. She has like her average video view is about two million um, per video, wow. and she's just showing. You know, I think what's interesting to, about her is she's kind of the antidote to covering your face with globs of contour and mm-hmm. concealer, mm-hmm. and she's just using TikTok to show women how makeup can enhance your natural features when you're a certain age, That's... kind of giving you that glow you need with no fuss. Right. That is so interesting. And we've talked about Jones Road and this being Bobby Brown's next brand. Now, it would not have occurred to me that TikTok would be the place she's advertising because I would think that audience is younger than the but consumer it isn't she wants. anymore, I don't think. Is it, it Betsy? I mean, it's completely evolved. No, it's yeah. completely evolved. And I think you're, you're, you know, you're really seeing, um, I'm not going to use the word older, but a more mature audience embracing, you know, the short form video content on TikTok. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's because there are content creators out there who know how, who know how to connect with that audience. Like right. Bobby Brown. What about reels? Reels are, you got to be doing reels. If you're on Instagram and you're a brand, whether you're a big brand or a small independent retailer, if you're not doing video or or some form of reels, you're actually not doing. So really? Oh, days. my goodness. So, you know, I'm supposed to be on reels, too? You got to be. Oh. Because, I mean, video content is not only prioritized in all of the social media algorithms, but it's just how people are consuming content. They want to watch videos. They want to huh. look at behind the scenes. They kind of want to hear their people talking. Yeah. It seems like, and I know that it's it's easy. Instagram makes it fairly easy to put one together and make you look like you know what you're doing. But, I mean, you still have, it, it takes time to put all that stuff together. It does. It does. But it doesn't have to be perfect. I think that's the cool part about yeah. Reels and TikTok is that actually you're not rewarded if it's perfect. The more kind of rough and raw and authentic, right. you know, the algorithm tends to prefer that type of content. 
Do you think that, I mean, is that here to stay or is it going to be that we'll do this for a couple of months, everyone will be making reels and then we'll be done and on to something else? 100% here to stay. But I think where we'll start to see the shift is that we'll, we'll, you know, live content has been around for quite some time. But I think we'll see that next kind of level of live content where people will go live, like Bobby Brown could go live and do a makeup tutorial. But I think the user will be able to start to experience what that makeup looks like on themselves. So augmented reality is already here. It's been here. You know, it's just the use of filters. Like right now, I don't know if you've seen everyone's using Madonna's face on themselves on TikTok. So you can look like Madonna. (gasps) Yeah, it's kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to use her face. But I think, yeah. But I think what's what's key, you know, um, whether it's a video you've pre-recorded or live video, it's here to stay. It's that is, I mean, doesn't need to say that, you know, beautiful photography is a thing of the past, but it is that next gear of that instant um, video, the, the thing that video has, you know, an instant impact. Okay, so as a person who is not really, I just feel like TikTok feels like my breaking point. Like, I I just, I can't do another platform. I really haven't gone there. I did set up an account, but I'm really, I barely ever go on it. And I feel like with, especially with reels and more video content on Instagram, I'm probably getting the best of TikTok on Instagram. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think the functionality isn't as good on Instagram as TikTok, but TikTok, I mean, Instagram's catching up quickly. And so, you know, initially one of the big problems with Instagram is that the music library was super limited and we didn't have a ton of trending music. And that's one of the big, huge benefits of TikTok is the music is so great, Mm. but that's changing. So the Instagram library has opened up. It's bigger. There's more things to work with. And, and just this week, Meta, aka Facebook, just announced that um, uh, they're they're rolling out Facebook Reels. So, hmm. you know, get if you're not if you don't feel like doing TikTok, double down on Instagram Reels because Facebook Reels are also here. Wow. We're talking to Betsy Kershaw. She's a social media expert. She has an agency in town called BK and Co. What was your question, Mom? Betsy, the thing is that you know, like we were talking last week about how. In Style Magazine, among others, um, Entertainment Weekly, too, are no longer going to be in print. Um, they're only going to be digital starting with their April issue. Mm-hmm. And it's like seeing, you know, I mean, there, there's still room for magazines, I know. but Let's it, hope so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, but yet, I mean, Twin City Business is certainly on on. Uh, plat- social media platforms yes. everywhere, too. But, I mean, do you think that we're really going to get to a point that, you know, if you're not on TikTok or you're not on Instagram, you're nowhere? I mean, <laughs> that isn't... Does everybody <laughs> use them, really? It's a really good question. I mean, I guess with print, you know, it depends on the publication. But, yeah. you know, to me, long-form content is always going to belong in print. Yes. You know, rich articles that people want to read. But right. things like in style, it's already sort of meant to be, you're, you're supposed to kind of flip through it quickly. Yeah. So it lends itself really beautifully to social media. Um, you know, I, no one can predict the future, but, you know, I think we can see it coming. And it certainly is impacting the way we're shopping, how we're shopping, 
And, um, you know, back to Bobby Brown, I, I totally bought her miracle bomb right off TikTok. <laughs> did you really? And I, I did a face quiz. Yeah. And the stuff's great. It really is. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm a big fan of everything she does. Um, Betsy, you had also mentioned a, a local retailer, Eden. And what what are they doing that impresses you on social? I think it's interesting. There are a couple that I'm just keying into, but just generally the independent shops here in the Twin Cities who have stayed relevant in the last couple of years. They just turn to Instagram to keep their customers informed and engaged, mm-hmm. you know, about what's new in the store. And people could just kind of look at all the new product that's coming in from the comfort of their homes. But I think what I what's gotten me most excited and actually really engaged as a customer is that it's just the, it's just the women in the store who are putting on the products, showing the things that have come in, in kind of, you know, the photos are not high quality. It's just like, you know, the day in the life of a shopkeep, and here's some of my favorite products. And it's a really great way to keep their consumers engaged while their shopping patterns change. Right. We were talking about this earlier, Betsy, actually, and talking about how sometimes, you know, the the models are useless because the way they wear the clothes and the way the, you know, really high-end photo shoots are done for big brands is not at all what it looks like when you and I go into the store and put the things on. And maybe we should create a whole platform or channel that just shows the real stuff. How what do you people, think? How real people look. What do you think about that? Yes. Should is we that do that? our next idea? I'm, I'm, let's, let's do it. <laughs> I think <laughs> it would TikTok. go over. We have to launch it on TikTok. Well, it has to be on TikTok. Oh, gosh. All right. So, Betsy, what is our homework? Give us some takeaways. We all, we all need to be on TikTok. And then who should we follow? What should we do? What what else for, for those who are feeling like they're falling behind on social? Where should they go now? Ooh, OK. Um, I'll give you another local example. I'm sure you guys have talked about filigree jewelers in the North Loop. Yeah. But I think they do a really great job on Instagram. Hmm. Same problem. People weren't going into the store during the pandemic. So they just turned Instagram stories. And I think it's two female owners. And they're constantly trying on jewelry and showing people through Instagram stories what's new in the shop. A lot of it's one-off pieces that they've kind of recreated. Um, so that I love following them. Okay. So um, that's a good follow. We'll do that. Yeah. They're a little bit of a trick question, but there is a woman on TikTok that I think is crushing it. And I think her name is Sammy Coates, Sammy J. Coates. She's out of England and she kind of owns this line, let's get dressed. And basically all she does in front of the camera every single day, you know, seven days a week is putting on outfits. And they're really interesting. She's super tatted. She's got a million hats, a ton of designer handbags. But she is the unexpected influencer where she's putting things together in a really unexpected way. And I think you see now she's already launched her own line because she's become known for a leather harness. Oh, wow. (laughs) She's someone I love. I, I just keep watching her just really from a from an industry perspective, like, oh, this woman just she picked her she picked her lane. And I think that's what's key is these people out out on social who have picked a lane, stuck with it. Those are the ones who are really crushing it. Tell tell her name again. Sammy J. Coates. I have to look up. I would look up her username, but then my phone would go. To yeah, no, don't do that. But that's but that's also <laughs> See, on TikTok. My grandson would know how to do that. Yes. He could stay on the phone and send yeah, the picture, he would. but he's. Mm. 
13. <laughs> right. He's not of a certain age. What nope. can we say? Well, Betsy is on the pulse and very relevant, and she can even oh, um, she surprise can the teens. Thanks for all the good <laughs> info, Betsy. Of course. We Have appreciate it. Look you. her up on social. You can look her. Are you doing TikToks yourself? For just for clients. Oh, oh. my gosh. You think I have time to do my own? No. <laughs> Could we see a little something? Can yeah. we get a dance move this weekend? We're going to be watching. All right. Bye, bye. That's Betsy of BK and Co. Look her up. Uh, we will be back to wrap up the show right after this. Well, move over models. You're being replaced by a giant inflatable. Did you see this story this week, Mom? I sure did, Ellie. You're listening to Shop Girls on my talk 1071 we're wrapping up the show with a few bits and some steals and deals but first out of milan fashion week a uh who who did this what was diesel 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 always looking and you do have to feel for these brands i mean the pressure to top yourself the pressure to do something new and different with each and every fashion season is intense and so what diesel did at their latest runway show in milan was create these ginormous inflatable models think about think about like the macy's thanksgiving day parade (laughs) think about the flying snoopy these are models that literally take up the whole runway and are dressed in white tank tops and diesel jeans well i you know i mean now everyone wants you certainly notice them they they also they started out the invitations that they sent out for the show um, the, their designer is a Belgian man named Glenn Martins, and I guess he's got a lot of buzz about him. But the invitation contained an edible thong made of red and white candy. Hmm. So that was how they started all this. Yummy. And then um, people showed up for the show, and there were these giant inflatables. Yes, 25 feet tall, 55 feet wide. They were made out of your favorite mom, 3D printers. Yep. Yes, indeed. Yep. So, um, you know, fun way to get some get some attention. You get some buzz, and yes. you know, I guess he's you know known for kind of his quirky and um, somewhat trashy, cheeky kind of looks. They said. So, yes. I then say that. Um, sorry, but I I it just made me think of my the first marketing class I took in college because I was a marketing major. Yeah. We did a whole segment on diesel. Really? Yeah, because they like kind of broke through the the world of marketing and, and advertisements with like just overly sexy yes and just like their print advertisements were just like borderline banned because they were so right suggestive yeah so they know right. who they are they're not yeah. afraid to go yep. there and yep. push the envelope okay very yeah. good yep. well they're keeping up that. to their reputation yes, it's true yeah. okay then on the other end of the of the um spectrum how about Idris Elba? Don't you just adore him? him? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh my gosh! And obviously, I, I there was a picture in Vogue of him with his wife Sabrina. Oh, I just adore oh, them. They look so yes. sweet and happy. It's Sabrina and Idris Elba. Vogue has a big story this week. We'll post a link. Um, they have launched a new wellness line? Yes, they they feel that wellness is the world of wellness and well being is is really big actually the market is expected to be valued at over 430 some thousand million excuse me billion I like, that's billion. put a b in that, yeah, put a b billion. on it yes um 
by by 2028. Yes. And so Well, the pandemic has accelerated everything related to taking care of yourself from from spa to how we eat to products we put on ourselves. So much more attention to right. that now. And so they are coming up with this whole wellness line that they have been working on. Yeah. Um it's called Sable Labs. Yeah. And um, is it out yet or is it just, it, you know, Sable is actually Alba's spelled backwards. Oh, cute. Got that. Okay. Um, so it's genderless skincare. They are saying it's affordable, but luxury, um, addressing concerns from hyperpigmentation to inflammation, um, a whole line of products. And, um, this was Idris's idea during lockdown. Yeah. That's They got closer together. They said it wasn't always so easy working together. Yeah, but um, it was launched um, on the on two twenty two twenty two. Got it. So okay, so it is available now. So you can go. It's Sable. There's actually an apostrophe. Yeah. Um, but but it's just S A B L E Labs dot co. Yeah. So um, and explore all of the products and interviews with Idris and his wife and um, just yeah, super cute and I like. Do you think he'll be the next James Bond? I don't know. Is that, I don't know. Oh, that's what everybody wants him to be. Oh, okay. Well then, yes, I I hope so. I hope so. Very good. Okay. Time for a few steals and deals. is one of the best local sales. We look forward to this one all year. Danolo does their big blowout sale. And that is not an exaggeration. It's the biannual blowout up to 80% off. They literally move all the merchandise to the back space behind where the store is. And it's everything from Kindred and from Bumbershoot. Um, I'm not sure if Jackson Gray is participating. They weren't on the ads, but we can hope. Um, hope. But anyway, 80% off designer pieces. They really price things to sell. It's only today and tomorrow till 6 p.m. today, 10 to 4 p.m. tomorrow. In person only. This stuff is not online. It's worth going to the North I'm going to go. You can park in the Monte Carlo lot. And have a hamburger after. You sure could. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so that's going on today and tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, Danolo. Um, then I didn't even realize. It's funny. I remember the days when a Nordstrom sale was a big deal. But I worry they're slipping into Macy's territory. But oh, don't um, say that. Please. Not exactly. Not as promotional. But they do seem to do more sales. And right now their winter sale is going on. And In Style did us the favor of rounding up a bunch of the best deals. Everything from um, mascara sets that you know um, to. Bike shorts, bras, joggers, um, lots of deals throughout the store. Oh, vans. Oh, wait a second. My kid wanted some of those and maybe I could get them on sale. Originally, some of the vans, old school sneakers, originally $70 on sale for $42. That's That's a good good deal. deal. Mac lipstick sets. You don't find those on sale very often. Originally $70 on sale this weekend only for $45. So that's the Nordstrom winter sale and it only goes through this weekend. 
Then you've heard we've talked about Walmart kicking off this um, membership service. And why do you want to be a Walmart Plus member? Mm -hmm. Well, now we know it's because you're going to get extra access to special deals. So they have a sale event. Walmart does that kicked off on Thursday and it's only open to Walmart Plus members. Oh, okay. So that's a good reason then. Yes, with extra deals and ex- exclusive deals on everything from air fryers to exercise bikes. Oh, I need me an air fryer. Well, <laughs> a lot of people do. The I weekly know. dishers would say yeah, you do. I know. Um, anyway, so trying to give people more reason to sign up for their membership service if you haven't already lost count of all of the memberships that you it's not uh, easy. subscribe to. That's that's what they all count on, that we just sign, it it continues, it just renews, and we forget yeah. about it. It happens. Yes. The Amazon one is going up, everybody. <gasps> yeah? In to March, what? To 139. Oh, that's right. Yep. 139. Yeah. From 119. So, big difference. Yeah. All right. Well, have a great weekend. You're really going to hit that sale now? I think I am. Okay. Maybe and, I'll see you then. And next week, we'll be at the house. The Home and Garden, Garden Show. Home and Garden okay, show. see you at the convention center. Have a great weekend, everybody.